today on the You Are Your Own Hero podcast, you are going to hear about how abundance figures into the ideas of self-protection and self-sovereignty. I'd like to welcome Christina, who is our abundance coach and is one of the core members of the You Are Your Own Hero project under the flag of Dr. Tassel Faith Shanebrook. I'm so excited to work with Christina. She's already taught me so much, and I hope you'll enjoy the talk that we're going to have today. Thank you so much, and enjoy the magnificent Christina. Christina Wana Kukwanich. Yes. Thank you for being here today. I am so, so excited to be interviewing you. I am so grateful for your invitation and for being here. And I'm very grateful. And I'm pretty sure we'll have a lot of fun having yeah. conversations. Yes. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking the time. It is July 4th, 2021, Independence Day in the United States. And I have to say, Christina, you and I have been participating in a project that um, seeks to give people themselves back, really mining who they are. And it's a project that was created uh, under Dr. Tassel Shanebrook, Dr. Tassel uh, Faith Shanebrook. And the project is called, you want to say it? Because I want you to say it. You're going to sound better than me. You are your own hero. You are your own hero. Yes. I like the way you say it better. Uh, Christina, I, I am so, um, so drawn to your work because you are a person who is focused on abundance. And I have a confession. I've already written a song about you. Like there are other members of this project, about four of them that I haven't written songs about yet. And you're, you're one of the early ones. So I believe you were my number two song. I wrote a song about Tassel for this project, Dr. Tassel Shanebrook. And now I wrote a song about you because the song is called Abundance Dance because you seem to be wanting to teach about abundance. Can you talk about abundance and what that even means? Yes, of course. When the idea of abundance came to mind is connecting with your inner guidance and your own self-love and your self-esteem. And then once you have a connection internally, then you're able to create um, an abundance on the outside. So abundance, it's not just material things and money, which that can be also a stream that comes in, but it's abundance for your relationships, through connection with your own love. And then you're able to create those relationships of loving relationships, caring relationships with others. So the burning question that the audience has as they're looking about you talking about abundance, caring relationships with others, bringing goodness and richness and resources into your life and feeling like you're coming from that place of resourcefulness, people are going to be wondering, who is this person and, and what is she doing in the world right now? Where, what, what are you doing these days? Um, so I am from Romania. I moved to US seven years ago and I always had this internal fire that I'm supposed to do more. And now looking back, it makes sense that I 
kind of broke free from the normal life in in Romania. And I I was searching for news, searching for something else. Um, in a way, connecting more with my own self, which I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I knew that at the time. And since I moved to the US, I always wanted to be a therapist. I always wanted not just a therapist, but helping others. So I grew up wanting to help others. But when I moved to DS, that's when I realized that I'm supposed to do more. So I went to school to Nova Southeastern University. Um, for me that sounds familiar to me. So is that the same program that Dr. Shanebrook went to? Yes. Okay. Um, which we haven't met. Uh, mm -hmm. at that time, which is very interesting, we did graduate it, which for me was the master's degree in marriage and family therapy, mm -hmm. and for her it's the PhD, mm -hmm. but it's interesting because it's the same year, it's 2018. Wow, and you guys hadn't met? No. It was like, it was like you were alongside each other. I have a friend like that, a Dr. Megan Meyer, that I've gone to school throughout with, and we were only like a floor away from each other, two floors away. I, I went to I went to all my schooling with her, yet we never crossed paths. Yeah, that's so interesting that you have somebody like that. Yeah. Oh, I wonder, I wonder if we would have went to this one event and we'd have like talked, would we have known each other since since then. Yeah. Um so I've been since 2018, I've been um on a journey of collecting my hours and supervision as a registered marriage and family therapy intern. And yeah. I'm seeing clients in private practice in the private practice group. Wonderful, wonderful, and so congratulations on all of that. That's uh, that's that's a a lot of professional development. You're going to hear sounds in the background, and I apologize. I'm very self conscious about them. I'm in my basement doing this interview with you. It's I should have gone to my office in Mountain Lakes, but. It just didn't happen in time. I had to primp for this interview. First of all, doing my hair is really, really difficult. And, uh, and, and then I had to put my glasses on. I mean, it was a long and involved process, but um, I am just, uh, I'm apologizing actually for the noise. Christina, when it comes to your integration of your career, when, you're, when, you, when you think about who you are and what your um, capacities are in working with people and bringing your own personal story to it. What would you say is the connecting point of abundance work, doing that inner work to make people feel resourceful with psychotherapy or with coaching, which you are a conscious coach. You're a graduate of the conscious coach program with Dr. Tassel Shanebrook, uh, as am I. And that's why we decided to go on this journey with her, right? Mm -hmm. um, tell me about what it what it means to bring abundance mindset into your work. Um, actually, it means it means a lot, um, and it's more about self love, self love and acceptance. And you have the light, which is the spirituality and God or law of attraction. Every person has a different name. It's just you and and the guy out there. And, and then you have the shadow, the shadow work with there's different parts that we don't really like about ourselves. And we tend to push them away and we focus on the light. 
on on the beautiful things that maybe other people compliment us or things that it's easier to be recognized and then in a, in a way we can self-sabotage ourselves by pushing pushing this parts that we don't like and then in itself it connect um it creates a disconnection from your from your true self so it's bringing both of them in in a balance and the more you accept the the different shadow parts of yourself like maybe you have anxiety or um angry you can you can get angry or you can get but you're you're only getting angry or have those fears because that's what usually anxiety is it's just fear it's just a fear fear of something um the more the more it's pushed away like it doesn't exist actually you're you're creating a this harmony internally so in a way when you're bringing to light the parts of your shadow you create more of a harmony harmony place where i call it you're creating abundance internally you're creating more self-love self-acceptance and and then people around you are able to to see that you're more you're you're in a balance you're 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 different and then it and in itself connecting with your with your guidance and kind of some people call it gut feeling or you have an intuition kind of don't go on that street or take a left or don't leave now and then maybe later on there was an accident on that same street but then you listen to your guidance and you didn't go but sometimes we hear this guidance and we don't listen. So mm. it's learning how to to hear that, to hear that that voice. It can be a voice. It can be a feeling. For every person, it's very very different. Maybe it's just a thought. It's it's something that it's unique to every person, but it's learning to to trust that because it's 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 guidance to help you on your on your path. I am uh, really taken with that explanation of listening to your inner guidance. Um, and it's actually something that drew me into your work, your own, you know, we're all bringing some of ourselves to this project. And I think all of us are very happy to be under the flag of Dr. Shanebrook and the You Are Your Own Hero project and the Conscious Coach. But I also think that the reason why it is such a nice invitation is it's not a brainwashing. She creates this project very much about listening to yourself and listening to that inner guidance. And because that your, your mindset fits so well as part of hers in like a circle with hers, I see you too. And I know, I know, I don't, I don't know that I've ever told you this before, but I think I, I see you too as sort of twin inspiration for me. You have all the right harmonic notes that I need in my personal life right now. In my personal life, and I don't wanna to get too much into it, but in my personal life, one of the things that I have learned to do that I need to unlearn is how not to listen to myself. I mean, that is 
that's huge for me. That is a huge blind spot. And so when I hear you say what you just said, which is tune into that inner guidance, follow that inner guidance, it's a reminder to be the person I feel guided to be as opposed to the person who my thinking mind, I know you talk about this a lot and so does Tassel. My thinking mind says should, must, deadlines, obligations, everybody else is more important. Um, you know, uh, uh, do the thing that everybody expects of you. And that's human. And it's also disconfirming to the unique signature that we're supposed to be putting on our own experience, right? Yes, and, and then it's like, what, I, what are you experiencing? I think we're all socialized to, ex to have that feeling. It's always an authority. Do this, do this, like you were socialized, we're going to school and then high school and then college and then listen, listen to your parents, listen to your teacher, listen, you're always listening to this authority, listen to your doctor. It's always this um, hierarchy that it's in a way, and this connects you from connecting with, with, with you. So it's almost, it's, acknowledging oh you don't know what you're talking about you have to listen to me and then you need to listen to to yourself so like i'm not saying like don't listen to your parents or don't listen to your teachers or to your doctors but also check in with with your own guidance mm -hmm. if if this person is delivering this message how does it sit with you do you do you agree internally or your 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 heart is telling you no no or worse when are sometimes that you want to say no but you're saying yes because you're not trying to break somebody's feelings or hurt somebody's feelings yes yes that caretaking of others becomes more important than the caretaking of self and the tuning into our own inner harmony really um christina this is a this is a wonderful area of work are there parts of your life that have taught you that you need to be doing this work and i don't need you to get too personal obviously this is for public consumption but can you identify thematically some things in a in a general way that have shaped this awareness for you um, yes, of course. Um, I lived in a very loving, caring home. I'm an only child, so I've never, I've always been loved and cared for and, uh, and spoiled, what some might say. And then I didn't feel like I was growing. I was kind of a, like a stag stagnated uh, place. So with me moving to um, United States and applying for a visa and for um, work and travel program, I came into a world that I didn't really know. Yeah. And while I was used in Romania with and very in tune in with people and kind of knowing 
you're a bad person, you're a good person, kind of intuitively kind of knowing, okay, I want to be in this crowd. I don't want to be in this crowd. And when I moved to United States, I didn't. I didn't have that intuition and uh, awareness because I didn't really know the the society. So it's adapting, adapting how um, things are in the United States. And I met this guy and it's a very rocky and very roller coaster of emotions. And he was abusive. And now looking back, so we got married, it was very short short-lived and then i realized i need this is not okay i think this, I was, this you, a, I, was this an awakening of self in a way yes um looking back now he was actually teaching me from a shadow place to you need to love yourself so you're able to take something and i'm not into uh labeling people uh you know this about me i I, I have some flags that I operate under, not just tassels. And, and my flags tell me that I don't label people, but instead what I try to do is label behaviors. Now, if I have to label a person, it's because I tried every which way I could to save the person and it didn't work. And I only have a couple people on earth like that. But I have to tell you that, that what I've learned is to label behaviors, not people. So you're willing now to put this person in the category of shadow teacher mm -hmm. where right. where maybe he was not con a confirmation of your life but more like a disconfirmation of what you were trying to create in your life but by teaching you from the shadow you learned how to clarify your values right yes and so do you have in uh in a sort of kelly clarkson way uh a thank you for this, I mean, I'm not asking you to say the thank you because I actually don't think it's warranted. This person was operating out of a sense of maybe fear. A fear yeah. is usually the answer, right? Uh, the crow out there liked that. Okay, um, so this person almost always they pop up uh, anyway. Okay. Place of fear and power and control, which we know in our field, according to the Duluth model, is is you know on the road to domestic abuse yes right yes and what you did was you found yourself in the midst of that disconfirmation starting to emerge does that oh my internet connection is unstable i hope it comes through okay so um you're a stronger version of yourself started to emerge correct Yes, and this didn't happen overnight. Um, it was definitely a journey, a journey towards um, connecting more with, in a, um, in a way with my broken parts. Because in a, in a way, um, I've seen this. You, you, you broke me, and and now looking back, it wasn't, I wasn't broken. I was, this was a life experience that I was supposed in a way go through so I can grow is um, how I was before. And after this relationship, 
and how I am after, I don't think I would have been the person that I am today if I didn't meet him. Of course, would I, if I would choose to go for this again, would I choose it? Absolutely not. Um, but this is coming from a, from a place of growth um, to be able to say, you have a lot of things to work on, yes, but you also taught me at that time how to, how to love myself more, how to connect with my guidance because my guidance was saying, leave. This part of you is so similar to Tassel's story and I don't wanna to get too much into it, but I am reading her dissertation now, which is a self-ethnography, which is just so vulnerable and real that honestly, I will probably throw roses at her feet for the rest of her life for writing that because I really believe that she did the whole world a service by her, by her self-analysis, which is really what it seems like. But, um, but you have these aspects of your story too, where the relationships help, you know, and this, I was reading, um, I was actually, I took a course, I'm, I'm two credits away from a certification as a, a um, as an autism spectrum disorder clinical specialist. And um, part of the training that I had through PESI, by the way, this is not an advertisement, but it's awesome. And they had all the greats. They had Temple Grandin, Stephen Porges, they had, it was amazing. Polyvagal theory was covered. Amazing. And one of the points that one of the presenters made is that relationships cradle, cradle development. And these three words, I'm always into how many words it takes to communicate a point. I think if you can do less or more in less words, you're doing better. And um, relationships cradling development, it seems like the development of the new Christina was cradled in a way by a shadowy relationship. And you came out of the shadow into a place where you can guide other people toward what Tassel calls self-sovereignty and their own inner truth, their own inner light. I felt you do this. See, this is not an advertisement for you. This is me as a scientist remarking on a phenomenon, okay? The phenomenon that I've experienced in my very short interactions with you, which are longer than with the other members of the group, I think. Um, I've, I've had more interaction with you than some of the other members of the group. And what I experience of you is this, um, it's like almost like an errorless guidance toward looking at vibration level. It's one of your main lessons that you taught me. And you did it by showing me what I'm assuming was somebody else's graphic. Yes. And said, well, your music is here. And you kind of showed me without showing me, but you kind of showed me the graphic. And I was like, oh, holy, holy S, because I don't know where this is going. So um, holy shift, somebody said in our group, that would be great. <laughs> if we could. So I had a holy shift moment. And I realized that I needed to tune into what you were saying about the vibration of the emotions that I experienced so powerfully. I, I, I remind myself of that guy. Did you ever see the movie um, Inside Out? Yes. 
with the depictions of, uh, I believe it was Paul Ekman's uh, work on the six basic emotions, and they were re they reduced it for, to five for the purposes of the story. And my favorite was Mindy Kling's uh, a depiction of, uh, of disgust. She did such a beautiful job with that. She was this little green thing that was just disgusted at everything. And I really resonate with that because I feel that most of my life. Okay. But the other one that I really resonate with, obviously, my music, and I, I have some angry tendencies, you could say. And, and I understand now that that anger serves as scaffolding or growth to move me out of situations that are no longer resonant with me. But until you told me that I needed to look at the vibration of the different emotions and at least turn my attention toward raising those vibrations while maybe continuing to experience the realness and the power of the other ones, acknowledging them, but being able to move on that was the invitation that you gave me just in a little graphic that you sent me. And it was a game changer for me. I have been trying so hard to open up my heart again to the goodness that flows from other people. And it's a long journey for me. Did you kind of have a journey back? Um, yes. Because it sounds uh, like you were in a supportive, loving and nurturing environment. Yeah. And yeah. then you found yourself in a strange land, a stranger in a strange land, okay? And then you paired up with somebody who had to teach you out of shadow work, you know? Didn't even know that they were an educator. I wouldn't give them credit as an educator because when you become an educator, you actually say, I'm dedicating myself to the lessons of teaching other people. That was not what happened in this relationship. Any learning was for your highest good but in a way, not the intention of the teacher, right? Yes, I think in a in a way, I was trying to to save him. Kind of, there's so much shadow in you. Let me let me shine. Let me shine some light. Like there's so many. I I do have this ability where I'm able to see the positives, the positives, the light. So I'm able to shine that light. But then in a, in a way, I don't think I was aware of how dark, how dark this person's soul was. Well, let's talk about and, let's, yes. talk, let's talk about the darkness because this is a very important point, I think, to everybody who's listening. If, if we were just doing an advertisement for whatever it was that you're going to get from Christina, this would not really be a conversation. This would be an advertisement. But if we're gonna get real about this, you have to learn how to say no to the darkness. Yes. I teach something and I do it in songs and I do it with my clients. Uh, I'm, I didn't mention to the, to the group, I'm also a psychotherapist and I have uh, uh, licenses as a psychologist and a professional counselor in New Jersey. And I'm also a licensee in New York as a psychologist. And one of the things that I have learned to do with my clients is say, you need to learn abjuration magic. Abjuration magic is the ability to turn, tune into that which is not resonant, declare it as not resonant mm -hmm. by saying a simple word 
and it's my, one of my favorite words in the English language. And uh, the, the great musical artist Madonna learned when she was studying Kabbalah that this is the most important word in creation. And the most important word in creation is not yes, it's no. It's no to create space around that which is sacred, around that which needs protecting, around that which is resonant, around that which is wholesome and good, so that it's protected from those forces that do not share its vibration. To separate the sacred and the profane is a profoundly conscientious act, right? Have you had to say no in your life, Christina? Oh, I, ha I definitely, in, in, in a way, I had to say, no, I don't like this. I need to leave. And well, it was, it was a journey in itself. The moment I did make that decision, I never, I never went back. I never looked back. And also it taught me how to look more into contrast. So it's, what are the things that I didn't like? And what are the you things that we I do like? A bit of your, I lost a little bit of your audio. Can you just rewind like maybe 15 seconds and say yeah. it also taught you what? Uh, contrast. So what are the things that you like and what are the things that you don't like? So I was able to create the list of all the values and characteristics and in a, in a relationship and a partner, what are some things that I would want? And... I, it's very interesting what you can call, I manifested, I manifested my, my husband that I'm married to now. And I <laughs> met him. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but yeah, he just appeared, but you did because you, call, you called yes. him in with I the, called. I did. Yeah. And, and then when I met him, so I had like this, this list. Of, I was not so connected to, oh, you did these, all these bad things, all these bad things, I don't want this. I was not calling on that. I was, I want the kind and generous and loving and patient. So I was focusing on all, all the good qualities and characteristics that I would want my partner to be. And then I met him and I was like, when I met him, I was like, what? Like, how are you able to like check all my list without like, I, so that was uh, that was my first lesson, I guess, in manifestation and creating and uh, creating abundance, creating what you want. So it's not dwelling on on the bad experiences and on the, the bad losses, or the losses or the abuse or any of the any of the negative patterning. It's, it's saying now that I've had the negative patterning, I choose that which is which is different and which is supportive and which is nurturing and which is which lifts my spirit up, right? Yes. Well, I, honestly, if I'm telling you the truth, that's the reason why I was so drawn in by this group. You and Tassel have a way of creating a culture around that. And I know that she's our main engine. I really get that, but I also understand. And that's why I am finally in a place where I can declare having a teacher. It's taken me a while since graduate school, if I'm being very honest about it. Um, but the reason I take her as a teacher is because I see her as further along than me on a progression of self-acceptance, self-sovereignty, worth. And you 
have really done the shadow work. It does not come from a place of naivete, which you will be, you will be accused of. And the yes. reason you will be accused of that, if you haven't been already, it looks like you I already guess. have been. Yes. Okay. The reason you will be accused of that is because of your clear, open filters and how it comes, it comes across. You have like a, a saintly heart when you talk to people. And a lot of people will misinterpret that as um, naivete and experience. You're not beat up by the world enough. And one of the things that I want to say about both you and Tassel and anybody else that we've, you know, we, we're working on this project with, is if they're coming to this project, it's because they've been through the beating up part. That's how I feel about my life anyway. I am like, 30 pounds lighter than I used to be. I'm stronger than I ever was before in my life in a lot of ways. I have some trauma that I'm getting through, but one of the things that I understand about that trauma is that it creates tremendous strength on the other side. And this is why narrative therapy, the work of Michael White and the trauma therapies now are so resonant with people because it doesn't just invite them to get over it it invites them to integrate it and create a growth story, what they call traumatic growth, mm -hmm. which is some of the greatest lessons you'll ever learn in your life are the hardest one lessons of your life. Struggles for things like inner peace, sanity, financial security, legal security, sometimes even your personal safety, right? Are gonna create the most important lessons in your life, always, always. And so you seem to have really harnessed this. You seem to have really brought this into your practice. And this is why I'm always curious when people talk about levels of education or who's this one? Is this one a counselor? Is this one a social worker? Is this one a marriage and family therapist? Is this one a psychologist? Is this one, you know, when they talk, or is this one a shaman? Is this one a channeler like our friend Sean Kelly is? Is this one, a, is this one somebody who's an educator working in health and fitness? Is this somebody who wants to change food programs? Usually anything that somebody is really passionate about is born in some of that shadow work. And that's the hidden thing that people don't know about you that I'm so glad that you shared with us is that there, this has its foundation in something very real, very scary, very disconfirming. It's like allowing yourself to be shattered so that you can become something new or being the Phoenix and rising up from the ashes. Yes, it's interesting that you just shared that because I do see myself like the phoenix well, so, so do i i have a number of songs that i've written about phoenix phoenixes is that the plural i don't even know but uh you see yourself that way yes yes now, phoenix is powerful now are you familiar with the story of mulan mm -hmm. did you see the new one that they did mm -hmm. i love that i love that story i love that story and i love that you resonate with that um, because what it says is that 
you've got all the power that you need. In fact, you've got way more power than you need. And I love that concept for anybody who's been disconfirmed, anybody who's been, you know, hurt, is that actually the power comes through that, not just on the other end of that, but the power comes to you while you're going through it. You shifted yourself. Yes, yes. And, and then it took, it took a couple of years to, through my own, from my own therapy and, and kind of being able to put all these puzzle pieces together. Um, but the journey was definitely towards forgiving myself. So it's not so much. So we talk about forgiveness. It's like, oh, forgive this person. Well, well, he was not the best person, but it's more forgiving, forgiving myself forgiving myself for um, not getting lost into, oh, how could you have chosen this person? And like, and then a lot of, a lot of women and men that do go through abusive relationships could, could go there. Why didn't see the warning signs? Why didn't, so then in a way you kind of end up beating yourself up instead of uh, focusing on your post growth. And of course, it didn't come overnight, but every every time I would send that love and kindness and forgiveness towards myself, I was able to, to see this message, this clear message that, oh, this was a teacher from, from the dark side, but it was it was something that on my hero's journey. I, I learned, I learned something from you. Thank you. We don't need to spend a lot of time together. So we have different teachers that show up in our, on our path and they teach us different, different things. And, and then the, the purpose is to keep on, keep on going on that path because you will be curious where, where that path is taking you. I love that. So let's, let's, do the thing that you invite me to do all the time, which is raise, raise the vibration. What is the next step for somebody who's listening and who says, wow, I'm moving through my shadow as well. Wow, I'm, I'm a person who needs more support in my life so that I can draw in more abundance, so that I can draw in more material wealth, so I can draw in more emotional wealth, so I can draw in more recreational wealth, which is actually a form of poverty that I have in my life right now. I live right here on a lake. I go out on that lake all that I can, but I don't use it nearly as much as I should because I take on too many responsibilities. What is the hope of people who are taking a look at this, um, this mindset, uh, what, what do you think the next steps are for them to invite abundance into their lives? Is being aware of where you are at. So it's kind of having a meeting with yourself in honesty and where, where are you at and where do you want to be? And then when, with the things that do come up with that awareness, what are you feeling? Is it, is it resentment? 
Is it hate towards somebody that did something really bad? Um, is it jealousy? So it's being being honest with, and then it doesn't have to be a, a labeled name named emotion. It's just connecting with your body, correct? Connecting with your heart. And where is there a pressure? Is there a pressure in your chest? Do you feel a pressure in your head? Is it like the back of your shoulders? Where do you feel tension and kind of connecting, connecting with your body and with, with, with those feelings? If it's a name of an emotion or there is a trapped emotion somewhere and kind of feeling it. So it's not, oh, I'm not supposed to be jealous. I'm supposed to be loving. Well, you want to get the loving part, but then let's stay with that emotion first. So we can pass. So it's moving for the vibrations from, from the low ones, but it's not, oh, they don't exist. Cause then that will be a bypass. That's like shining positivity where it's, it's, it's not beneficial as some, um, some, some might say, oh, just be happy, just be positive. No, it's being honest with yourself. What am I feeling? Where, where in this vibrate, where am I, what am I vibrating? And, and, and feeling it and letting it go, sending it love and acceptance. So it's not pushing it away. I hate that I'm angry or I hate that I, I have anxiety or I have fear. Um, I hate that I have. So it's creating that shift from hating towards accepting, accepting a little bit more and more and more in sitting with it. So it can be- me of the therapies that are becoming com uh, commonplace now, uh, the acceptance therapies, you know, several forms of mindfulness therapy, but also there's actually a therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy that I kind of wanted to do some exploration and seems to come from a place, you seem to be advocating for a place where you get to step into it and you get to really kind of appreciate the communication of it. Yes. And it can come through journaling or, or talking to a therapist or talking with somebody that it's able to um, shine back, shine back at, at you and mirror back, hey, what are, what are some feelings that, that, that you're feeling? And let, let's, sense, let's sense some um, peace and acceptance. And maybe they will not leave. So it's almost like ass assessing it. We're, we're on a scale from one to 10, is it? And if it's at 10, okay, can we bring it to a lower number? And then being, being aware of, okay, now I'm at seven. And then kind of assessing it. How, how are you responding now with, with yourself and also with the people that you love? One of the things that's beautiful, um, that's a beautiful way to do the assessment is to sort of contextualize the assessment. How, what is, because I think that when we go through intrapsychic stuff, I think when we go through internal struggle, if it's really bad as it has been for me over the past year, um, you don't know the effect you're having on others. And so being able to check in with them I, I will tell you that my wife and I had a date for the first time last night in, in a long time. 
and we're able to talk for hours, hours, just shooting pool and playing darts, which we've never really done before. And uh, that referencing with her about the impact of what I'm going through on her has been extremely positive. We're, we're different people this morning after just having the ability to again, let the relationship cradle our development, not go off into our separate corners in the place of mistrust and fear, but actually being able to listen to her feedback about the way the effect that I have and, and to let her know the effect that she has. You know, we, everybody has stress, right? Mm -hmm. But I like what you're saying about referencing with the relationships because very often if we're, if we're feeling hurt enough, we don't want to hear from anybody. We don't, we just want to blast off. Sometimes I, I sing about flying off to the moon. I sing about, I'm going to leave the galaxy. I'm going to take away all the religions on the, I'll, I'll sing about anything. And I, it's just because I'm just feeling that need for escape so badly, you know, but to come back and say, what are the positive things that I can draw out of this experience, including that there is a space for anger. There is a space for disgust. These are extremely important emotions to tune into. I would say, if you've got disgust running, that's one of the top ones that, that we don't emphasize enough. We're good at talking to people about their anger. We almost never talk to people about their disgust, I guess because nobody wants to be throwing up all the time. Right? <laughs> but, but we almost never talk to people about how powerful these negative emotionalities can be in our development, you know? And, and the idea it's not, it's, it's not holding it on because it's affecting, it's affecting you from connecting with your own guidance, with your own self-love, but also it stops from connecting with the people that we love around us. So then in a way it's, we're, creating this gate and we're putting ourselves in, in, in the doghouse. So it's more bringing that, bringing that honesty and then sharing with the ones that we love too. Hey, I'm at the seven disgusted right now, or I'm at 10 disgusted. It's nothing <laughs> you're doing. It's, it's something that I'm feeling that I need. So it's, it's bringing in that awareness of, honesty with with yourself and the ones and the ones that are around us that's really powerful so what do you think is the main thing that's going to attract people to you about learning about abundance what do you think is going to draw people in i'm going to let you answer and then i want to give you my read <laughs> um just love who you are, love who you are, and, and connect with the most heart desires, because anything that you want and desire and your heart desires, those dreams are possible. And, and that um, you want to create an abundant relationship you want to create an abundant uh, love with, with, with your kids or abundance financially in your business. Or how about abundant, abundant hobbies, abundant um, fun 
what about fun? Like Tassel keeps reminding us about fun. We all, I think as therapists, we're naturally drawn to like the processing of trauma and the overcoming, but what we don't think about a lot. And one of her main messages, apparently she knows how to have a party. I didn't know this about her. She's out of the party business for a long time, but apparently when she was in college, she knew how to have fun. And I want to get fun back. And I think she wants to get fun back. And I think you want to get fun back. So we're talking about a project that not only helps people like in the, all the ways that you would expect a psychotherapy to, um, I don't really see it as that. I see it as having tie-ins to psychotherapy, but because it's coaching, it's really about seizing that which is at resonance with your life. Mm -hmm. And that involves raising your vibration. You see, the, the thing that brings me back to you always, Christina, is that you gave the guidance about being mindful of vibration. I haven't thought about that seriously for a really long time. And so I thank you for that guidance. That's very important guidance for me. You're very welcome. And also it's, it's the... It's not, it's saying no to the shoulds, should, I should be doing this. I should be following this career, but what does your heart say? So yeah. your heart is, I want to create music. Yeah, that is my heart. And that's really, that's really, and these interviews are a form of music for me, honestly. I don't think I'd be able to do them from a, a place where I had resistance or I had any kind of hesitancy. I, I'm, I'm doing this because it, it feels really good for me to talk to people who have been through and who have, um, who have started to prepare a pathway for other people to find their own, their own strength, their own truth. And again, I have to move toward that guidance of fun. As, as adults, we unlearn how to have fun. We learn how to have responsibilities. We learn how to have accountability. We learn how to have a thought to everybody else's needs, but our own. And I am 100% resonant with your invitation to take a look at, are we in the abundance space? Are we in the gratitude space? Are we in the space where you can speak good things about other people? Are you in the place where your relationships feel like they're being they're resonating with you rather than being in a place of disconfirmation or God forbid, even heading, trending toward abuse, right? We need to move to where people are co-celebrants of this life together. And that's really hard to do if you stay stuck in the negative spaces. So I'm really excited about the energy that you bring to the You Are Your Own Hero project. You are coming in in the space of the ingenue you know what the ingenue is in 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 theater okay the new person who arrives at the scene that nobody's expecting and wows everybody that's kind of you that's kind of you i mean i know that we have others too you know uh but i i think that you have that unique energy and it comes from a place of deep wisdom deep generosity deep healing and I think that that's the real advantage of working with you, knowing you, talking to you, is that you will listen often more than you talk. 
And then when you drop a pearl, everybody just sort of goes, wow. Like I, I, I've done it in our, in our Zoom meetings, you know, and you just, I just, sometimes the things that drop out of your mouth, I can't even believe that I'm hearing them because it was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And I, I don't know how to describe that phenomenon except to let people see this interview, know you in the ways that you're being known in this interview and, and pursue connecting with you and learning more from you. You are going to be part of the You Are Your Own Hero project, which is, uh, and you've been essential in, in developing it with TASSEL. Um, and so thank you for your work with this. Um, you're, um, you're brainstorming with her. And I really like that about you too, that you two just sort of like bring all this creativity and goodness to it. Um, and I wanna know, first of all, I wanna announce that we did get the domain name. So we have youareyourownhero.com. We're about to put up a website, so it's not done yet at the time of this interview. Um, but please, if you're watching this interview anywhere in the near future, probably within, I'd say sometime in August of 2021, you probably will be able to see the website because I don't think our friend Sean is going to waste any time. <laughs> and uh, um, you're also the second interview for the You Are Your Own Hero podcast that we are creating. And um, I'm so excited to do this. And what this means is that anytime you have something that you want to discuss, discussed, anytime you have something that you want to discuss, we can do this anytime because there are going to be new topics that come up along the way. And so I just want, I don't want this to feel like a one and done for you. I mean, it can be, it can be into, I hope that you'll return in the future mm -hmm. and, and talk more about these topics because these topics and other ones that I know that you have waiting are, uh, are so important to so many people. So where can people connect with you? Where can they find you now? Do you have a website or something where people could find you too? No, I just have my, my Facebook page, Abundance, Abundance Coaching with Christina. And we will have the- And just so that we're clear on that, that's that's spelled C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, Abundance Coaching with Christina. Thank you for the clarification. And then I believe that this interview will also um, be part of the YouTube channel. Also. Yes, Sean Kelly is making a YouTube channel for You Are Your Own Hero. And uh, yeah, I, I, um, I'm really excited about that because it's the one thing that I've been nervous about is doing videos. And uh, so it's stepping into an area of growth for me. And um, uh, I'm just so excited to be working with you because you bring that vibrational wisdom, you bring that abundance wisdom, and you bring an essential part of this that I don't know if we've highlighted enough, which is stepping out of the trauma and stepping into a place where the lessons become a source of great power, a source of great strength, a, a source of great, you know, you're, you're essentially teaching resiliency, which is not something that we really teach in our society. We teach people how to be um, victims, persecutors, and rescuers. We don't teach people how to be uh, uh, really resilient and um, really take that, which is disconfirm them and turn it into their strength. And I, 
I count you, Christina, as a great sorcerer, a great, a great converter of natural forces into more powerful natural forces. And um, I honor that part of you and admire that part of you. And I think, I think other people do too. That's, that's the read I'm getting. So anyone's lucky to work with you. And I hope that you become a great trainer of trainers. I hope that you become a great teacher of this to other people who want to spread this exact message through the universe. Because to me, an abundance mindset is actually a form of justice. It's a form of creating kindness in the universe and kindness is always justice. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being that. Thank you for being an icon of that in my awareness. Thank you very much. This was an amazing conversation. And in the way you were sharing like, hey, this is really good. This is healing. Well, it's, it's, it's healing. It's healing both ways. And I do hope that all the listeners will, will be able to get, to get some pieces from it. And then um, the ones that resonate. So maybe there will be some things that we said that they resonated and maybe some things they didn't. So just take the ones that did uh, how Dr. Tassa would say, you have a screaming yes. Mm. Um, and then it kind of hits you and you know, so maybe there's, there's one sentence or maybe a word that kind of resonated with you. Well, take, take, take that. I, I just, and this is the thing that you don't capture maybe that I, that I do because I'm on the receiving end. It's the way you say things that are going to make people want to listen to you. And I, I think that that is very, very amazing and you're very gifted. And I am so excited to continue to build projects with you where we have music and learning and we're talking about venues uh, possibly to invite people to come learn with us and celebrate with us and learn how to have fun again with us mm -hmm. and um, they're going to be in beautiful destinations and um, I'm so excited that we are going to get this thing started thank you for your guidance and your wisdom and all the ways that you have supported me and supported my music and lifted me up and um, I can't wait to continue to do that in kind for you. So thank you. Thank you very much. This was an amazing interview. You're a great interviewer. Uh, well, it's from the heart. I don't do it out of a uh, place of anything but speaking my truth. And uh, you are uh, a huge part of that uh, formulation now. And this project has me excited about something like I've not been excited in, I can't even remember, maybe since high school. So um, you're, you're aging me backwards as Tassa would say, and I appreciate that and thank you. And thank you, thank you for all the resonant forces in your life. And thank you for the, what you learned from the shadow. I think that where this interview is headed, if you're okay with it, is I'd like to call the interview, you know, your name, and then, or maybe, maybe call it this and then your name, it would be from shadow to abundance and then coaching, abundance coaching with Christina. Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay, cool. All right, that's, that's good. We, that's, that's great. I, I love that we're on that resonant court. <laughs>
Thank you so much. Thank I really you. appreciate you. And again, it's youareyourownhero.com. It's the You Are Your Own Hero podcast. There's a You Are Your Own Hero YouTube channel that is being formed. And hopefully you will seeing this on this. And um, I'm, again, uh, greatly, greatly inspired by uh, working with you and uh, working with Dr. Tassel Shanebrook. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Our all right, and have a wonderful 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, and we forgot to wave it in. This whole thing, this whole self-sovereignty thing fits very well with Independence Day. So everyone, happy 4th of July, and happy celebrating your own self-sovereignty and your own independence from what anybody else thinks. It's really important that you listen to yourself. Much love. You too, and thank you again, Christina. Anna. Okay, those of you who know me know what I'm going to say next. There's music coming. It's called Abundance Dance, Christina's song, and I wrote it for the musical project Shockocracy. Um, but I have to say, you, you got to listen on a music service, so just ask it to play abundance dance whatever your digital assistant is or search for it and you'll find christina's song and you'll hear it better than you'll hear it on a podcast i guarantee it and use headphones all right thanks hope you enjoy the song
just a lack of imagination.
Christina. Teach them. This is Dr. Shippon. Thank you so much for listening. So I have to tell you that I'm so excited that you made it to the end of the podcast because that means you listened to my song or you fast forwarded over it, but that means you know I have a song and my band is called Shockocracy. And if it weren't for the music of Shockocracy, I would not believe in my mentor so much. So Dr. Tassel Shanebrook created this You Are Your Own Hero project. And ultimately what she's doing is she's asking us to find what it is that we really dream about and to pursue those dreams. And if you are interested in joining up with us, contact us. Go to the website, youareyourownhero.com. Find us on Facebook on You Are Your Own Hero or the Conscious Coaching. The Conscious Coach uh, uh, is a wonderful program connected to You Are Your Own Hero. And uh, join us and I can't wait to make music with some of you, so I hope you'll join me just for the music. But we're going to learn a lot from Tassel about self-sovereignty, and I'm so happy that we had Christina on this episode. Christina, thank you for all the wisdom that you shared with us, and I hope you'll come on many more times, and we'll talk about many different topics, so thank you. And thank you for listening, and I hope you'll come on the program and talk about many different topics. Um, Thanks again. And stay tuned for more. Uh, You are your own hero. And I hope that the information that you gathered from this podcast helps you in your life. Thanks so much.